This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home on Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Pets Aloud, Joy's very own show about pets brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home. Thank you to the Checkpoint team for keeping us updated on what's been going on in the gaming world. I'm Kristen and I'll be with you until five today, but I am not alone. Joining me to talk all things pets and animals is Kate Halter, General Manager, Fundraising and Communications at the Lost Dogs Home. Welcome back, Kate, for our second show in a row I know, together. Isn't that great. Thanks, Kristen. It is always good fun coming in here to Joy, the highlight of the week, I it would is. have to say. I, I totally agree. It is my highlight and always a pleasure to be sitting uh, across the, the, the desk from you too, oh, Kristen. Thank it's you. Always great. But today we're going to be talking about a topic that both you and I are extremely passionate about. We love them. Possibly Do- my most favourite topic in the whole universe. Yeah, probably mine too, and that is dogs. Yesterday was National Dog Day, so we thought, why not take this opportunity to celebrate our very best canine friends? Those of us who are lucky enough to share our life with a dog know the joy that they can bring to us each and every day. Friendly in personality and loyal, loyal in nature, dogs really do make the best companions. Dogs are our best friends, our exercise buddies and our family members. Some people even refer to their dogs as their fur kids. And pet dogs are actually a really huge part of family life, not just here in Australia, but in many countries across the world. So according to the Pet Ownership in Australia summary uh, in 2013 by Animal Health Alliance, dogs are actually the most popular pet in Australia, with about 39% of Australian households owning a dog, which is a huge number, more than a third. That's amazing. And our dogs don't only share our home, but they share our beds. They join us on outings and holidays and they're included in our family photos. They really are just part of the family. And once you've had a dog, it's really hard to imagine life without one. And I'm sure anyone who has had a dog would probably agree with that. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just having a wet nose and a wagging tail around the house. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way, and definitely. I've also, and I've also heard people say a dog makes a house a home. It, it does. Yeah, it really does. There's some sort it? of thing about the presence and the companionship. Yep. Now, it was photographer and writer Roger Carrath who once said, dogs are not our whole life, but they make our lives whole. And this is a sentiment that we're sure all dog owners out there will definitely agree with. Mm, totally, yeah. I look forward to coming home to my dogs every night. It's like, oh, you know, they just bring me, I don't know, peace and pleasure and it's yeah it's a happy place to be it's it's my favorite time of the day as well it's always just the same ritual I come home and I pull into the driveway and they're both sitting at the front window just waiting and I can see their tails (laughs) going a million miles an hour as the car pulls up yeah even like recently I went and spent a couple of weeks down at Phillip Island so I was away from home yeah and my mum texts me photos every day at the same time my dogs would go and sit at the window and wait for me it's, love, it's kind of so sad guilty. but lovely as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just sitting there poking their nose through the blinds, just, yeah. just waiting. Where is she? For Where is she? <laughs> Every single, at the same time as yeah, well. They're pretty it's, smart. I wonder if they, they know what yeah. time it is. Yeah, well, actually, we were talking about this last night. I, I visited a dog club to do a talk, and you know, we were talking earlier um, before the show that you know, not just dogs are great, but dog people are great too. There's something special about dog people, and uh, it was lovely sharing stories. And they were saying the same things that you know, 
stories how these dogs do these remarkable things like just know things almost like they have a sixth sense they do they just know mm. and yeah on that note dog people are awesome people that's right they certainly are but you just really feel like part of a community especially going out to dog clubs or dog parks or dog yep. beaches you can, it's almost like you instantly become friends with everyone. Yeah, that's right. You bond over the dogs. You just yeah. you, they are. You can guarantee they're going to be a nice person. Like you exactly. can trust them. I think anyone who is has a dog and is out walking them and being you know a responsible owner and bonding with their dog, it's a really good sign of a of a good person. They have that love and compassion. Yeah, exactly. Always a good thing. Now National Dog Day uh, is the perfect time for us to celebrate our own dogs, but there's actually also a really important message behind this special day. So National Dog Day is an opportunity to raise awareness of the plight of shelter dogs without a home to help show the world why they're so amazing and to unite them with loving new families as well. So on Pets Aloud today, we're going to do just that. Here's what's coming up. Looking for a new dog or puppy? Well, we'll give you the top reasons why you should adopt your new best friend. Dr. Alan Bolton from the Lost Dogs Home will share some advice on how we can look after the health of our dogs and puppies. Now, if you're not sure what vaccinations your dog or pup needs, what sort of food they should be eating or what signs of illness you should keep an eye out for, you definitely won't want to miss that. And we're going to catch up with Taylor for a heartwarming update on her beloved senior dog called Boston, who she adopted from the Lost Dogs Home last year. The Pets Allowed News Wrap. A look at the news of the week from the Lost Dogs Home. Now, Kate, would you like to get us started on our first news item of the week? I certainly will. It's a big pleasure. Um, our first item is Burnley the Tunnel Kitten. You may remember us talking about Burnley a few weeks back. Uh, she's one of our adopt- He's one of our adopted and adored um, cats from the home. Um, probably Melbourne's luckiest kitten because of surviving uh, the tunnel, the Burnley Tunnel. But we're happy to report that he is thriving in his new home after being rescued uh, and after his daring adventure, which almost cost him his life. Uh, three-month-old Burnley Kitten has made headlines uh, in June after his miraculous escape from the City Link Burnley Tunnel. Hayden and Amanda had been talking about get, had been talking about getting a new cat for quite some time when their conversation was interrupted by the TV. The story featured on the news was the miracle kitten Burnley who was ready to find a new home and it seemed like it was fate. They were though among 113 people who registered their interest in adopting Burnley and were absolutely thrilled when they received the call from the home to let them know that they were the successful adopters. Now for Burnley, everything in life is just a huge adventure and moving into a new home was definitely no exception. Uh, Hayden and Amanda actually recently sent us an update on their beloved little kitten and here's what they had to say. Burnley immediately took over the home and made it his own. Being the little adventurer he is, obviously having made his way into the tunnel, he has continued this at home, exploring every nook and cranny or open cupboard vigorously. We love everything about this crazy kitty, but especially his very loving nature. He always wants to be wherever we are, following us around the house, always wanting to play or sleep on us and constantly purring. Um, his favourite things are eating, playing, eating <laughs> and then sleeping. He also likes to carry his toys around in his mouth around the house and sometimes when, when they come home he's moved all his toys into one pile in another room. When he's not running amok and chasing toys he's lounging um, on the couch with them uh, and follows, us, follows them to their uh, bedroom at bedtime and he sleeps on his favourite blanket at the end of their bed. He purrs crazily until he falls asleep uh, and he's also started to explore outside in the courtyard but he has to be heavily supervised just to ensure that he doesn't run away down the street and back to the Burnley Tunnel, which is only about a kilometre away. 
Now, Hayden and Amanda couldn't imagine life without Burnley. They're really proud um, pet adoption advocates and they hope Burnley's story will inspire other people to open their homes and hearts to a shelter pet in need of a new home. And when we asked about why adopting from a shelter was so important, they really summed it up perfectly. They said, knowing that you're giving such a helpless little animal a second chance to be happy is so rewarding. And how true is yeah, that? Absolutely. Uh, and you can actually follow Burnley's adventures. He has his very own Instagram yep. page. So you can just jump on Instagram and search for Burnley the Tunnel Cat. How fitting. It is, yeah. And I, I do follow Burnley. They are great pics that they take of him. So do I. He's uh, <laughs> living a life of luxury now. Yes. Um, and... Over to our second news item now, and this is on uh, a bit of a more solemn note. We do have some news to share about the Compassby Animal Shelter up in Echuca. Last week we were informed by the Shire of Compassby that after seven years of partnership, they will be looking after the animal management of the region after November 1. And this means that the Lost Dogs Home will no longer operate the Compassby Animal Shelter. The decision was made by the Shire due to budgetary constraints on several matters that we felt would impact our capacity to offer the best in animal welfare moving forward. Uh, throughout those years, our staff uh, were led by shelter manager Kate Kemp. Uh, she was she established the home as a leader in animal welfare in the region. She's just amazing. Uh, and she was especially determined uh, in her to, to adopt more cats and dogs back into the community. We know uh, that lost and abandoned animals of Echuca and their owners were very fortunate to have the support of Kate and her dedicated and very capable team. Uh, we think we thank the Shire and the community uh, and all local businesses who uh, supported the home up there, but especially our very tireless staff and our volunteers for supporting animal welfare with such passion and understanding and the understanding of the important difference they make to animals' lives every day. And our priorities in the coming months will be supporting our staff through this transition and facilitating a smooth changeover with the Shire as well. Yeah. And moving on now, we are going to introduce you to a very special dog who is looking for a new home. This week's Pet of the Week. So this week's Pet of the Week is the delightful Nikita. Uh, she is a staffy cross. She is chocolate and white and she is six years old. So she's a middle-aged lady. Uh, but she, uh, Nikita is described as being a shy dog who's looking for a supportive and calm home to settle in. She is lacking some confidence, so is looking for a gentle owner who will help her through this time of uncertainty. She would benefit greatly from some gentle handling exercises um, and training and lots of positive reinforcement to boost her confidence and probably introduce her to the wider world um, at a rate that Nikita's comfortable with. She can be quite unsure when left alone, so her new owner will need to also focus on building that independence for her um, to, to give her set her up for success in her new home. Now, Oh, Nikita is a bit unsure of other dogs and kids, so she's looking for an adult or teenage home where she'll be the only pet. If you missed the ID number, well, actually you would have missed it because I haven't said it, the ID number for Nikita is double nine six three seven six, and you can use that ID number to, uh, to quote and find out more about her if you ring at the North Melbourne shelter where she is on nine three two nine two seven double five. It also makes you, if you go to our website, dogshome.com, uh, you'll find Nikita's beautiful photo and her uh, description of her and her profile there too, and her ID number will correspond with that. 
And if you are looking to adopt from the Lost Dogs Home, definitely uh, do call the shelter before you pop in just to make sure the pet you're interested in is actually still there and isn't going through the adoption process. And I must say, I did meet Nikita the other day. She was out on a walk. Oh. Um, and so I stopped and we had some pats and cuddles and she loves a good belly rub. Oh, does she? Well. Oh, she <laughs> okay. is such a sweetheart. And yeah. And if you're not careful, she'll sneak in a bit of a kiss on the face as well, oh, which is no. very, very sweet. <laughs> she does look like a sweet girl. She's, got She's a gorgeous. Face. Now, across the country, hundreds of wonderful dogs, just like Nikita, are in need of a second chance. If you're thinking about getting a new dog or puppy, stay tuned. Up next, we'll tell you why adoption is the best option. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Now, yesterday was National Dog Day, the perfect day to celebrate our dogs and the absolute joy they bring into our lives. Maybe you did something special to celebrate this special day. Perhaps you gave your dog a tasty treat, maybe you went on a venture, or maybe you just had some extra cuddles and playtime. If you didn't know it was National Dog Day, well, we're sure your dog won't mind if you do all those things today instead. Definitely not. And probably most dogs are spoilt rotten every single day, but why not take the opportunity <laughs> to, to do something a little bit extra special? Exactly. Yeah. They'll be happy to receive it, won't they? They're just always in, up for some more attention. That's it. On National Dog Day, our dogs normally get just a, a special treat of some sort. But mm. then on World Animal Day, which is coming up soon in October, we take them on an, an, a bit of an adventure either oh, to really? the beach or to a park so oh, okay. they get a special little outing oh that's nice i guess on the weekend i'm always giving my dogs extra long walks because i can and you know enjoying yeah. the sunshine together so generally you know sundays or saturdays are the best days for them anyway so but i'll you know make a special note of world animal day coming up especially now as well that the weather's slowly yeah. slowly starting to get a bit nicer it's not so gloomy out there that's right yeah you don't have so, to put your gumboots on all the time now when you're going out for a walk that's it just seeing, <laughs> seeing a lot more dogs and their owners out yeah, and about which as is, well which is good to see yeah definitely now each year, the Lost Dogs Home takes in more than 13,000 dogs who are in need of shelter and care. Some of them are reunited with their owners, but others are surrendered or abandoned. Now, there are so many dogs out there in need of a second chance. Right across the country, hundreds and hundreds of them are in the care of animal shelters or rescue groups waiting to be adopted. If you want to get a new dog or puppy, please check in with an animal shelter or rescue group first. There's such a huge variety of breeds and personality types. There really is something to suit every kind of family. And you will, you know, sometimes it may take a little bit of time, but you will find your perfect match there and it will be well worth, well worth the wait. We want to raise awareness for shelter dogs in need of homes and why adoption really is the best option. So to mark National Dog Day, we're going to share some of our top reasons to adopt a dog. Now, the first reason is that shelter dogs need you. Adopting a companion animal from a shelter helps dogs in need of a new home and also reduces the demand for pets supplied by backyard breeders, pet shops and puppy farms. Um, the essential pre-adoption vet work has all been take of, taken care of. It is generally much cheaper to adopt a pet rather than buy from a breeder or a pet shop. Adopted pets also have had the added value of being health and temperament tested, desexed, vaccinated, wormed, fleed, treated, microchipped before adoption. The adoption fee barely covers, actually probably doesn't cover the cost of preparing a dog for adoption. And yeah, when you think about all those things like desexing, vaccinations, mm. microchipping, all absolutely essential and add up to hundreds of dollars. That's right. If you were to get them done. Yeah. At, at, at a vet. Exactly. Like, yeah. $300 at Lost Dogs and wouldn't cover it. Yeah. 
And number three, sheltered dogs generally have less genetic health issues. Most dogs at shelters or pounds are mixed breeds and as a general rule, mixed breeds have fewer genetic health concerns and have actually been known to live longer than their purebred counterparts as well. Yeah. Sometimes they can be really smart too. <laughs> they are. We always have mixed breeds. We call them shelter specials, yeah, but yeah. all of our dogs have been mixed breeds and they're just as loving and smart as any, any dog I've oh, ever met in yeah, my life. That's right. A lot of them have been really successful at obedience trials mm-hmm. and doing things like that as well. I think there's, there's a funny term people call them muttergrees. Mutter- <laughs> oh, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use that from yeah, now on. It's in, you know, and no two shelter dogs are the same. You know, you have something that's really unique. Exactly. Not- so, and the next point is you'll find a dog who's a perfect fit for your family and lifestyle you'll never be short of variety at a shelter or a pound big small quiet energetic old young and everything in between will be available it's only a matter of time before the right dog or puppy for you will come along you just have to look and at times you do need to be a little bit patient definitely i guess welcoming a a new member of the family as well is something really important that shouldn't be rushed into that's right just be patient we waited years for our perfect dog to come along and it was so worth it yeah so worth it yeah And number five, shelter staff are great matchmakers. Shelter staff are knowledgeable about the animal's personalities and requirements and are a great resource for matching you to the perfect pet. Between our adoptions, behaviour and vet teams, we've got you covered with all the info you'll need to choose the right pet and, of course, give them the care that they will need. It's so true. I really like that point. (laughs) Adult dogs make great pets and there are a lot of them in shelters. You don't always have to get a puppy. Many dogs available for, for adoption are adults. There are lots of benefits of adopting an older pet. Most will have undergone some training, uh, like toilet training. Some of them will be already toilet trained. Uh, they're often more settled and relaxed and you know exactly what you're going to get. You know what their personality is, you know how big they are and you know what? It is so not true that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. They, they will bond with you and be as loyal as any younger dog or puppy. Absolutely. So we've adopted three shelter dogs. One of them was five months old, but the other two were adults. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. They've settled in perfectly. We've loved doing training and teaching them yep. some new things. They've no issues at all. Yeah, All mine were yeah adults, like two, yep. when I adopted them. So yeah. And and the, uh, the plus side to that as well is, although puppies are heaps of fun. And cute. It's really hard to have one when you work as well well because Uh, they need to be fed three times a day they need a lot of training as well so some people are up for the commitment and for others it just probably doesn't quite quite work out as well that's right and our last reason to adopt is that you'll change a dog's life and they will never forget it shelter animals are often uh, loyal and affectionate companions and they respond well and blossom in a caring safe and loving home they will reward you with a lifetime companionship and I don't know if this has been proven, but I get the feeling that they know you've yep. given them a, a second chance at a happy life. I, I totally agree. I think they love you tenfold they than do. what you put in sometimes. It's almost like they really appreciate it. They, they know. And I hear that time and time again when people talk about the dogs that they've adopted. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Dogs can live anywhere from 10 to 20 years and as pet owners it's really important that we do all we can to keep our dogs happy and healthy. A nutritious diet, regular exercise, vet checks and vaccinations are all really important for our dogs, but why? And how are we supposed to know if something is wrong with our dog's health? Our very own Dr. Alan Bolton has all the answers. Let's hear more from Alan about how we can look after our dog's health. What kind of diet should we be feeding our dogs? So we would generally recommend that your dog's diet is based around a good quality commercial 
commercially produced dried dog food um, and you can get those in all sorts of pet sh- shops or your vets can recommend you one. They come in different formulations for different ages. So you want to pick one that sort of suits your dog if it's older or a puppy or, or whatever. Um, and to that you can, that can be their basic diet and then to that you can add sort of other things so I mean dogs are omnivores so it's okay to add some veggies when I'm feeding my dogs they eat pretty much just dry food but they get lots of things to chew to clean their teeth so things like um, you know kangaroo tendons strips of pig's ear because they're small they get raw bones it's really important obviously not to feed them cooked bones or chopped bones that sort of thing um, sometimes they get chicken wings but basically it should be based around a good quality commercial dry dog food there are other options. Um, some people like raw diets and feed their dogs meat. Um, if you're going to do that, I really think it's worth talking to your vet and getting some advice so that it can be hard to create a well-balanced diet by yourself at home. Now, this is one that I always get a bit confused on as well. Our dogs obviously do need to be vaccinated. So firstly, can you tell us why vaccinations are important? And secondly, what vaccinations do our dogs need and how often? So dogs have... The Australian Veterinary Association defines two types of vaccines for dogs. So there's core vaccines, um, which includes parvovirus, distemper and hepatitis, and then non-core vaccinations, which are everything else, so things like kennel cough, bordetella, sometimes leptospirosis and those sort of things. Now, they generally recommend that they have the core vaccines every three years, but then they will need the non-core vaccines, which depend on where they live, whether they're going into kennels, that sort of thing. They're recommended every year. So core vaccines every three years, the rest of them every year. But there's a little bit of confusion because a lot of the vaccines, even the core vaccines, we don't have, the manufacturers don't have evidence that they will actually give more than a year's protection in some cases. So sometimes we do those every year just to make absolutely sure. Okay. Um, so, and really your dog should be seen by a vet every year. So it's, it's a good idea just to talk to your vet, get them in once a year and you can discuss what their requirements are. Puppies. Um, puppies need multiple vaccinations from about six to eight weeks of age because they get some protection from their mother and if they still have that, you've got to get a balance. So that protection wanes and if you vaccinate them while they've still got that protection, it can knock out the vaccine so it doesn't work. So that's why we repeat it until they're about 16 weeks of age to make sure that we vaccinate them once their maternal immunity is waned. So what are some of the most common medical conditions that we should look out for in dogs? Um, Look, it depends very much um, from breed to breed, big dogs, little dogs. Um, I think everyone really, you you know, everyone knows their own dog. You spend a lot of time with your own dog and and you pick up if there's something not quite right. Um, And in that case, it's really best to seek veterinary advice. Most dogs, you know, don't end up getting anything too serious until they're sort of middle-aged or older so that's when you really need to be seeing a vet regularly um but you know things like big dogs are more prone to things like arthritis joint problems little dogs are more prone to heart disease and then there are lots of breed specific things as well so i think just making sure your dog gets checked up once a year is the main thing 
That was Dr Alan Bolton sharing some advice on how we can look after our dog's health. As Alan mentioned, it's really important that your dog sees a vet at least once a year for a checkup. But if you have any questions or concerns about your pet's health or wellbeing, please see your vet without delay. You can book an appointment at the Frank Samways Vet Clinic by calling 9 329 2755 or visiting person at 1 Boundary Road, North Melbourne. Now we've heard all about looking after our dog's health, but what about puppies? Coming up next, Alan is going to tell us how we can set them up for our healthy life. This is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. You're on Joy 94.9 and this is Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home. Yesterday was National Dog Day, so, day, so today's show we're talking, about all, we're talking all about canine companions. Before the break, we heard some tips on caring about for our dog's health but what about puppies caring for a puppy is actually different to caring for a dog being younger and more vulnerable we need to take extra steps to make sure our puppies are healthy and protected from viruses and diseases good health care while they're so young can help us help set the foundation for a longer happy life it is also the best time to start your puppy's training and socialization there are so many many benefits for this it can help your puppy settle into their new home and routine bond with the family help them grow into and help them to grow into confident well-mannered adult dogs now bringing home a new puppy is a really exciting experience for the whole family but we do need to take a moment to look beyond that excitement and plan for how we're going to look after our puppy's health needs what vaccinations do they need what signs of illness should we look out for what should we feed them Again, of course, Dr. Allen does have all the answers. Uh, And so let's hear from him. Can you tell us what signs, what signs our puppies can give off that show that they're fit and well and perhaps what signs could come up that indicate perhaps they're a little under the weather? Look, I think everyone really understands what a healthy puppy should look like. So we know that they're generally, they spend a lot of the time playing, they're really, really lively, and then they will just crash and go to sleep. But... We, you have those periods. I think the main signs that our puppies are unwell is if they lose that playfulness, if they're constantly flat, um, if they go off their food, any signs of vomiting or diarrhoea or vocalising, so lots of crying. So all pretty much um, common sense signs, really. So signs as well that you probably should take them to the vet. To Absolutely. So I think with young animals, they can go downhill very, very quickly. So it's all, always important not to wait. I think if you have concerns, it's best to get professional advice. Most animals, when they have to undergo some sort of regular vaccination routine, what type of vaccinations do puppies need? Um, so when? the standard vaccination that we do, the basic one, is called a C3. Um, so that covers them against parvovirus and distemper mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we upgrade that to a C5, which also includes kennel cough. Now, kennel cough isn't dangerous generally, but it's just, it's annoying for them. The main thing we need to cover them against in Australia is parvovirus, which is quite a common virus. We see it, it comes in waves throughout the clinic. Every year we see a few cases and it can be extremely dangerous for young animals and and that wouldn't matter as well if the dog is predominantly outdoors or the dog is predominantly indoors so look they pick it up outdoors from places where other dogs carrying the virus have been so that's why we ask people to be very careful with young puppies until they're fully vaccinated and keep them to their own property yeah. generally and what age would they need to be then before they can kind of go so out they have that? their first vaccination when they're eight weeks old um generally their second vaccination is when they're 12 weeks old and they're not fully protected until about two weeks after that so okay. when they're about 14 weeks old now, are there any? We talk a lot about senior pets and making mm-hmm. sure that they're well looked after and well kind of maintained and checked regularly. Because as you get older, you know your health does start to deteriorate. But are there any health risks that puppies themselves could be susceptible to? Well, look, I guess there, there are obviously the things we've, we've vaccinated against that we've sort of discussed. 
most puppies are born with some sort of worm burden, so it's really important that they're regularly wormed um, because that can cause them to be unwell and just not grow so well as, as normal. And then I think when you get a puppy, depending on where you get it from, it's always a good idea to have it checked out by a vet just to check that there are no kind of perhaps congenital issues that they might have been born with or, you know, anything else that, that might be at risk of developing. There are certainly lots of breed-specific things that people might need advice on if they have a purebred puppy. So it's always good to get your puppy checked with a vet by a vet so that you know what you're dealing with. How important is it for new puppy owners to take their new puppy to places like obedience classes for, for training and socialization? It's really important that there's a, there's a very narrow window when puppies socialize really well. So that's why it's important that they, during that period, they, they meet people, they meet other dogs, but it has to be in a controlled environment because, as we said earlier, there are always risks of picking up virus and disease. Would it help with that confidence building and lack of anxiety? Oh, yes, absolutely. Well? Absolutely. Yep. So they need to learn that other dogs are safe and fun, other people are safe and fun, but under a controlled environment. Now, some dogs can get stressed when they're left at home alone. Mm -hmm. Are there ways that new owners of, of puppies can perhaps start to get their puppy a little bit used to that idea? Yes, so I think you start off leaving them for short periods. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably best to first leave them when they're tired, so make sure that they've had a play or a walk before you leave them. Um, you leave them a treat or something, to, toys to keep them amused, um, something to chew on and keep them in a secure, safe place. So perhaps if you've got a small dog, think about crate training them, um, but make sure, you know, at least that they have their own bed and their own area and that they feel secure there. And what about with their diet? Uh, do, do puppies have a different diet perhaps to adult dogs? They've got higher energy and protein requirements because they're growing quickly and certainly um, large breed puppies grow very very quickly so yes they need to be fed a complete puppy food that meets all those requirements and that's another conversation that you can have with your pet absolutely as well. yeah there are lots out there um, but I certainly wouldn't recommend home cooked diets for puppies that was Dr Alan Bolton sharing some of his advice on how to look after your new puppy. He's absolutely a wealth of knowledge, is Alan. <laughs> um, as he mentioned, young animals can go downhill quite quickly if they are unwell. So if you have any questions or concerns about your pet's health or wellbeing, please see your vet without delay. You can book an appointment at the Frank Samways Vet Clinic by calling 93292755 or visiting in person at 1 Boundary Road, North Melbourne. And Alan also briefly touched on training and socialisation. So if you want more more info and training tips we do have some resources on our website dogshome.com now if you love heartwarming stories that make you feel all warm and fuzzy and who doesn't you won't want to miss what's coming up next we're going to hear from taylor for an update on her senior dog boston who she adopted from the lost dogs home last year pets allowed on joy 94.9 now, senior pets make wonderful fan family members, and this is something Taylor knows all too well. Last year, she was looking to adopt a companion for herself and her 15-year-old dog, Rusty. When she visited the lost dog's home, a little grey face looked up at her and stole her heart. It was the face of Boston, an 11-and-a-half-year-old Jack Russell Terrier, and the rest, as they say, is history. One year on, we caught up with Taylor to find out just how Boston had settled into his new life. Why did you choose to adopt Boston? I saw his 
photo on the Lost Dogs Home Facebook page and I'd been looking for another dog as a companion um, for my elderly dog. And as soon as I saw his photo, I fell in love with his beautiful grey face and I just had to come and meet him. When we got to the shelter, I was so surprised at his huge personality. He's such a little dog, but he's got so much love to give and I just couldn't help myself. I had to take him home. And how has he settled into his new home? He's settled in really well. He's the king of the castle. He's always right next to you on the couch and he's got to know what's going on. He was right at home straight away. What do you love most about Boston? I love that he likes being around us so much and that he always wants to be next to us. He's got such a big personality and he's really silly and he just makes you laugh at some of the things he does. He really livens up the house. So his young puppyish days definitely aren't behind him then by the sound of it? Definitely not. I have a seven-month-old puppy at the moment and he runs around like a lunatic with the puppy and plays and jumps and you wouldn't even know how old he is. What are Boston's favourite things? What does he like to do? He likes to play with his toys. He likes to play tug of war. We've recently taught him how to fetch, so whenever there's a ball around, he's always wanting to play fetch. And Boston has some other, as you just mentioned, doggy friends at home. How do they all get along with each other? They get along really well. They all sleep in the same bed together and they play together. It's really good to see them running around. And why do you think senior pets like Boston make great pets? They're easier than puppies, definitely. They've got so much love to give and they appreciate everything you do for them. If there's anyone out there who's thinking about getting a pet at the moment, what would you say to them to encourage them to consider an older pet like Boston? Definitely look at an older pet and look at your lifestyle. They're quite content to just be killed up on the couch with you. Um, they're easygoing. They've got a lot of love to give, as I said already. And you can't resist the grey faces. They're just so cute. Was Taylor talking about her beloved senior dog Boston, who she adopted from the Lost Dogs home uh, a year ago? And the music track there was by Ben Sound. Now, if you want to see some photos of Boston, head to dogshome.com and just search his name Boston, and you'll see a, a nice little story there with some really <laughs> cute photos. Um, and I mean, by listening to that, how perfect Aww. are senior pets? He has just fitted into that Fair family way. like he's been there mm. for his whole life. I must admit, I've got a real soft spot for older dogs. I so love do them. I. They're yeah. little grey faces. Mm. Yep. And they're settled. They're just, you know, they're just so easy to have. You they're know, so They know sweet. the routine. and That's it. They know, yep. they know what it's like to be yep. part of the pack and yep. that's all they want. Yep. Um, Taylor sent us an update on Boston last year, not long after she adopted him. Uh, and back then she said something that we think perfectly summarises why senior pets are just the best companions so taylor said to those thinking of adopting a senior pet i would say go for it because they're a little older they have so much love to give and appreciate everything you do for them the older ones make the best companions in my experience because they just want to be around you all the time well said taylor couldn't agree more so if you want to experience the love and devotion of a senior pet just like taylor check in with the local animal shelters in your area or rescue groups uh, because there are many old wonderful older pets out there in need of new homes and they're often overlooked sadly um for puppies <laughs> and younger dogs so please consider it and here are some of the benefits of adopting a, a shelter pet a senior pet uh, what you see is what you get they've already developed their personalities and as we've heard with boston they waste no time settling into the family dynamic they're generally more calm relaxed and relaxed than younger pets 
They don't demand constant attention. And as I said before, you can definitely teach an old dog new tricks. At the Lost Dogs Home, we often have senior pets in our care who are in need of a second chance. And to help our golden oldies find a loving new home, we have waived the adoption fee. In lieu of an adoption fee, though, we would suggest a, you know, a donation of $50 um, or a donation of your choice to help cover the costs. Our senior adoption candidates and all of our adoption candidates, for that matter, are all health-checked, desexed, microchipped and vaccinated and wormed. And you'll get a full all the full information about each dog's health. Now, senior dogs and cats up for adoption at the Lost Dogs Home can be viewed online at dogshome.com. And we have almost reached the end of another show. Before we head off, we're going to fill you in on some of the pet and animal-related events happening around town. That's up next in Dog Dates. This is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Looking for a gay CPA? Just above the Paran Market, Commercial Road Accounting can sort out all your tax and accounting needs. Call Joy sponsor Matt Anderson at Commercial Road Accounting, 9826-0999-9826-0999. Get ready for an awesome 80s doubleheader. Kim Wilde and Howard Jones live in concert. and Howard Jones play all their 80s smash hits. Friday 11th of November at the Palais Theatre. Get your Kim Wilde and Howard Jones tickets now from Ticketmaster or the Palais Theatre. Joy Sponsor. Your pet's community calendar. This is Dog Dates. Just one dog date this week. Kate, would you like to get us started? I sure will. So our dog date this week is uh, is Dental Week. Uh, the Lost Dogs Home Frank Samway's Vet Clinic and other participating clinics probably around Melbourne are participating in uh, Pet Health Dental Week or Dental Month. This is an init- initiative of the Australian Veterinary Association to promote oral health and the well-being of our pets. The Lost Dogs Home is offering free dental checks for dogs and cats at our Frank Samway's Vet Clinic up until the 31st of August. Now, certain dental procedures are also being offered at a discounted rate this August, depending on the type of procedure and animals. Bookings are essential, so for more info and to book, call the clinic on 93292755. But if you're a bit far away from our Frank Samways Vet Clinic, which is uh, in North Melbourne, do check in with your local vet because many other clinics also participate in Pet Dental Health Month. And on that note, Obviously, uh, it ends at the end of August, which is Wednesday. So, <laughs> kind of get in as soon as you yeah, can. Take if you advantage, do. yeah. Exactly. If you do want to take advantage of the discounted or free dental checks, um, now is the perfect time. That's so, fine. get on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good thing for your dog because sometimes you know bad teeth can be quite painful for them, and it can help things like bad breath as well. And uh, the longer you leave it, the more expensive it can get. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And on that note, we have already reached the end of another show. Before we go, quick reminder: our pet of the week is Nikita, a six-year-old. Staffy Cross, who is an absolute sweetheart, she is. but does need a bit of confidence building and uh, definitely wants to have all of your love to herself, so she needs a home with no other pets. She's up for adoption at our North Melbourne shelter, so you can view her profile at dogshome.com. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to walk your dogs. And pat your cats. You can find more Joycast and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.